This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03 on Wednesday afternoon, November 1st. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the Noon Business Hour. I'm Rob Hart. If you plan on buying a home next year, you should be doing the prep work now. We'll learn more in our next segment, but right now, the Fed is indeed in play today. Joining us on the Village of Bedford Park business line, reminding you to bring your business home is David Jones, chairman of DMJ Advisors in Denver, author of the book Understand central banking. David, thank you for joining us today. And when it comes to the remarks from uh, Fed Chair Jay Powell later this afternoon, uh, once again, the uh, Fed watchers such as yourself will be at the ready with that uh, fine-tooth comb to, parth- uh, to parse uh, every syllable of what he has to say. You're exactly right. It's his comments that are the most important. Uh, it's important to note in that regard that we are looking at back-to-back pauses in Fed policy. We had no rate hike back in September, and we're probably not going to see a rate hike today as well. That leaves us in the policy rate range of five and a quarter to five and a half percent. There are uh, some important things to think about briefly. One is that uh, the name of the game is more fiscal policy than monetary policy. In my view, uh, the Treasury has to finance this massive $33.5 trillion deficit. Um, it, it reduced the amount of borrowing it was doing in the longer term into the market relative to what the market expected today. That brought long-term rates down a little bit. But in the longer term, I think we're going to see a lot of upward pressure on that bond yield from heavy Treasury borrowing. Yeah, because it seems like the uh, the federal funds rate only does half the job because that is the interest rates that banks charge each other to uh, lend money. And the rest of the story, to uh, borrow an old phrase, uh, comes from the bond market, which then sets the, the, the prime rate and other interest rates that, uh, that we use uh, for borrowing money from banks, for mortgages, cars, things like that. And there's a lot of turmoil in the bond market these days, and part of it is the Fed selling off the portfolio that it purchased uh, during the very beginning of the COVID crisis, and now we have this second bond sale taking place this week. That's exactly right. Um, I think we have to call this a new normal period in terms of interest rate levels. Some in the market think that we're going to go back to the lower interest rates that we saw in that period from the credit crisis to the pandemic, that 15-year period. I do not believe that. I think we're much closer to normal right now in terms of interest rate levels. I think the Fed chairman today will say uh, 
He's happy with these rate levels. They seem to be bringing inflation down, but he's ready to hike if rates, if inflation does not come, continue to come down convincingly toward the Fed's 2% target. So all things considered, uh, no change in rates today, but a little bit of a hawkish comment from the Fed chairman. Now, you always want to leave yourself some wiggle room so you're not uh, you pin down one way or the other if you're Jay Powell. Perfectly said. You're absolutely right. David Jones, chairman of DMJ Advisors based in Denver, author of the book Understanding Central Banking. Thank you for joining us today. Coming up, if you want to buy a house in 2024, start doing your homework now. Your daily transaction for useful information. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Hey, it's Personal Finance Wednesday. People looking to buy a home next year can do themselves a huge favor by laying a lot of the groundwork right now. Let's get some point from Rick Sharga, founder and CEO of the C.J. Patrick Company in Orange County, California. Rick, thank you for joining us today. And yes, there's a lot more to buying a new home than just endlessly scrolling Zillow and looking for looking at homes with a walk-in helipad. Yeah, although if you're looking for a home that that has a walk-in helipad, you probably don't need much of, much of our help today. <laughs> yeah, um, right. You already had that all lined up. Yeah, it, 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 there is a lot to do, and, and a lot of it has to do with the high cost of financing in today's market. Uh, if, if you are a, a home uh, buyer, uh, look, particularly a first-time buyer, uh, you want to be taking a look at things like down payment assistance programs, uh, which are available and can be used to offset some of the, the high costs of, of down payments uh, on, on a variety of different kind of properties. Uh, something that most people probably aren't aware of is you might want to be looking at new homes. Uh, new home builders are, are in many cases bringing cash to closing, and they're using that cash to pay, pay points on mortgage and, and get your mortgage rate down. Uh, I, I saw a new home builder advertising mortgage rates below 5% uh, not too long ago. Uh, so, you know, compared to that 8% mortgage that you're going to get from your local lender, uh, that might be an interesting alternative for a lot of a lot of shoppers. And it's also important to have all of your ducks lined up in terms of uh, the down payment, in terms of all the other moving expenses uh, taken care of. Because are we still in a marketplace where uh, houses go quickly when they do hit the market? Yeah, it, the the homes aren't selling quite as quickly this year as they did last year, but historically speaking, they're still moving very very fast. You're talking a couple of weeks. Uh, and, and in many cases, the, the, the seller is getting offers the first, the first couple days. So you need to have your finances in order. You should try and get yourself pre-approved uh, from a lender, not just pre-qualified uh, to be able to buy a property. Uh, have your finances in order. Uh, make, make sure you don't overspend this holiday season so that your, your credit score doesn't take a hit uh, as you're going out to talk to those lenders. Uh, and, and also pay attention to local market trends. Uh, take a look at what prices are doing. Uh, in, in neighborhoods that you're interested in buying a house, because about 18% of the homes in the country right now are are getting a list price reduction before they sell. So, you know, pay attention to what's going on in those markets and know when when's a good time to negotiate. We're talking first-time homebuyer tips with Rick Sharga, founder and CEO of C.J. Patrick Company, based in Orange County. Is this also a time where you can make the volatility in the housing market and make the higher mortgage rates work for you by standing on the sidelines for a little while, uh, maybe waiting six months or seven months or going back at it next spring, and uh, adding to that nest egg and really making sure that you have that down 
payment uh, flush and set to go when the time does come. Rob, there's two schools of thought on that. And, and what you just said makes a lot of sense for a lot of buyers. Uh, wait for market conditions to improve. It's very likely that we'll see mortgage rates go down over the course of 2024. Uh, if you put more money away and mortgage rates come down, uh, you might be able to, to get a better deal. On the other hand, as mortgage rates come down, we'll probably see more buyers come to the market. There will be more competition. So the other way to look at it is if you're out shopping for a house in January or February before the weather turns, uh, you might have fewer people competing with you to buy that property that you're looking at. So it really depends on your personal situation, but, but you can make an argument for both of those approaches. Rick Sharga, founder and CEO, C.J. Patrick Company in Orange County, California. Thank you for joining us today. Coming up next, the new Apple Watch is expected to include enhanced health features. We'll talk about that next. Investing 60 minutes each weekday for planning for the future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Wearables are again on the rise, and Apple is looking at a slew of innovations for its next watch, including blood pressure testing, sleep apnea detection, and health coaching. We welcome Welcome in Carl Prouty, the technologist at Apt Electronics in Glenview. Carl, thank you for joining us today. The Apple Watch is almost uh, 10 years old, 8 years old as a matter of fact. And when it was first introduced back in 2015, uh, was the health and wellness feature the the main attraction of the Apple Watch? Or has that kind of developed uh, over the course of its service life as uh, people have, uh, be, as more and more people get one and use one? I think it's something that has developed along the way. I think at the start, it was just like the iPhone, where it was just this cool innovation where you have uh, basically a little computer on your wrist, just like the like the iPhone was a was a touchscreen phone. So I think that once they once they discovered that they could add these health benefits to it and help people keep track of their health, it just sort of grew and grew. And it's just it's it's an easy way to keep track of all that stuff. At the moment, what uh, health features do you have on the typical iPhone, I, I, Apple Watch, outside of the the step counter and maybe uh, a blood pressure monitor or a pulse monitor? Well, yeah, it can measure blood oxygen. You have an ECG sensor built in, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of heart healthy stuff built into these watches. Um, it obviously it can track your, your flights of stairs climbed. It can track your distance you've traveled. So you can kind of keep, keep track of that stuff. It'll even calculate how many calories you've burned. But that's just, it's really based on your height and the amount of steps you take. Uh, but it, it, it has some nice things to really keep you healthy. And Apple does have a Fitness Plus app, and the next generation of Apple Watch with even more health technology embedded in it uh, will really, it seems like an integration of the app and the watch itself. Right. It's almost turning into a personal trainer on your wrist. It's kind of a, it, it's, it's kind of a cool technology. Now, I, I, it's more for, I, I guess I would say more for beginners versus somebody who's well-trained in, in that type of lifestyle, but it is a great feature to have. And then when you have people coming into uh, APT after they go uh, uh, take a look at the giant fish tank uh, at your facility on Milwaukee Avenue in Glenview, uh, do you find out that a lot of people are asking for uh, the Apple Watches and that they're really asking about the health features first and foremost? We get a lot of that. Um, 
It's it's really split. It's one of those it's one of those things where I think a lot of people now just want to have a smartwatch to have a smartwatch because you can do so much more with it. You can see your text messages, you can respond to texts, you can see your emails. So there's a lot of functionality built into it. But yeah, as people are sort of seeing the benefits of getting healthier and living a healthier lifestyle, yeah, more and more people are asking for it because of those health benefits. And then and then very quickly, do you find that uh, the people who are coming in and asking about the Apple watches are they adults buying one for themselves, or is it an adult buying one for a child? Because I know in the case in our own household, even before we ended up getting an Apple Watch for our daughter, uh, she did have a, a, a wearable device as a holiday present a couple of years ago, and she was obsessed with the idea of how many steps she got every day. And I'm guessing she's not alone. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great. My wife and I were just in Japan and we were sort of having contests to see who could walk the longest distance every day. So it was, it's definitely uh, it, we get a we get a mix. A lot of people buying them for themselves and a lot of people buying them for their children. One, because it sort of promotes that healthier lifestyle. But two, there's safety features built into those where you can keep a better eye on your children and sort of keep up with where they are and, and, and what they're doing. Carl Prouty, the technologist, Apt Electronics in Glenview. Thank you for joining us today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Chicago's News Traffic and Weather Station, News Radio 1059. 
The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. The Israeli assault on Gaza continues to expand. This is Mike Krauser. These are human beings and they're freezing. Migrants in the cold and snow. It's Personal Finance Wednesday, why a reliance on working longer is a bad plan for retirement. And there's been a major drop in the price of turkey just in time for holiday celebrations. WBBM Business, the markets are up 33 points. The Dow's up. The Nasdaq is up 77. S&P 500 is up 14. AccuWeather says for today, sunshine mixing with clouds, brisk and quite chilly this afternoon. A high of 45. The AccuWeather real field temperatures in the 30s. We have 42 degrees right now under partly sunny skies at 1231. Topping our news at the half hour, the Hamas-run government says Israeli airstrikes have hit apartment complexes and a refugee camp near Gaza City for a second day in a row. The details from correspondent Charles de Ledesma. The toll from Wednesday's strikes is not immediately known. Al Jazeera television, which is still reporting from northern Gaza, has aired videos of devastation and of several wounded people, including children, being brought to a nearby hospital. Meanwhile, Lebanon's caretaker Prime Minister Najib Mikati says time is of the essence in stopping the Hamas-Israel war from, he says, going out of control and affecting Lebanon and the wider region. Mikati has been scrambling with other leaders to keep Lebanon away from the war as militants from the Hezbollah group and Israeli troops clash along the tense Lebanon-Israel border. I'm Charles Dillardespa. The first snowfall of the year and the accompanying cold are making things tough for the migrants who've been sent to Chicago. Volunteer Laurel Fisher Holden says that warming buses aren't working because of fears that people have of having their belongings taken. The buses aren't working because people are reluctant to get on them in the middle of the night for fear that their belongings will be stolen from their tents. Fisher Holden says that what's happening here is, in her words, criminal. WBBM News Time 1232. Markets are slightly higher this afternoon. Joining us now on the Village of Bedford Park business line, reminding you to bring your business home, is Shah Galani, Chief Investment Strategist, MoneyMorning.com in Miami. Shah, thank you for joining us today. And the markets seem to be in their uh, the the holding pattern they usually adopt just before a big Fed announcement. I don't think they're going to see anything or get anything surprising out of the the Fed uh, Q&A. I don't think the statement is going to be indicative of anything other than what they've been saying. Uh, Rates are likely to stay higher for longer. I don't think that the odds of them raising it this year are probably somewhere between slim and none. Um, If they were to raise, it would be a shock to markets. I don't think they want to do that. So uh, it's uh, it's wait and see. But the markets are basically just hanging in there. Um, There's been a lot of, uh, I would say, weight overweight on on top um, and headwinds. And the markets are are hanging in there. It wouldn't surprise me to see them crack a little bit. The uh, story of the last two years has been interest rate or, or inflation, I should say, and how you bring it down. Is that still the job at this point? Point in 2023, or will the task now pivot to uh, how do you reduce interest rates in, in, a, in a substantial way? I think the Fed is going to maintain its posture that uh, number one job right now is fighting inflation. They they don't want to lose credibility and switch 
horses in the middle of the stream, so to speak, and then and, and talk about maybe reducing rates. That's the last thing they want to do because the battle is hardly uh, even over. So, I, and, and there are some indications that we may see uh, rates higher. There are some indications that uh, we haven't seen the last of inflation. There may be another bout coming. So uh, there's no way they can take their foot off of the accelerator here in terms of keeping rates higher for long because that's their number one battle right now is, is keeping inflation down and letting the public and investors know that that's what their job is. Next week, uh, $112 billion in government debt will hit the auction in the form of a bond, say the auction market in the form of a bond sale. How will that impact interest rates? There is the question, Rob. Uh, investors are looking to the bond market. The bond market is leading the equity market um, by quite a by long stretch. Everyone has got their eyes on how Treasury issuance is going to impact yields. And if investors balk at Treasury issuance, and there's an awful lot of it coming down the pike, rates will have to go higher to attract investors. And that's what everyone is counting on. Um, but what will happen? And if that is the case, the rates are going higher because the market is going to push them higher, um, then equities will continue to be under pressure. And at some point, the good news is for bond uh, investors, for fixed income investors, at some point, we will see a topping out of bond uh, yields and that'll be a great time if you can if you can get that timing down to get into bonds and uh, there'll be an awful good ride on the way down as far as the yields for investors who get in and time it right and then very quickly on the uh, labor market the manufacturing sector contracting a little bit uh, the jolts uh, report showing vacancies up slightly in the month of september and the private payroll report for october came in below expectations but given the fact that uh, the adp report and the government report tell vastly different stories i'm expecting like two million jobs to be announced on friday morning most of the time, Rob, those are one-off data points, and markets don't move uh, consistent on They may have a knee-jerk reaction move, um, and then they tend to continue in the direction that they were going. So uh, we know that uh, jobs in the labor market is still strong. They're still rising. Uh, there's a lot of positives there, that, and hence we see that in the GDP growth rate. Um, and markets are worried about that. If, we, if the economy continues to percolate along, if not chug along as it's doing, uh, then indeed rates will have to remain higher for a lot longer. And that's the problem that equity investors face. Shah Galani, Chief Investment Strategist, MoneyMorning.com, based in Miami. Thanks for joining us. Coming up next in Personal Finance Wednesday, a discussion on planning to work longer as a key to your retirement plan. Discussing the news affecting your money. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Personal Finance Wednesday. Working longer is a popular retirement strategy, but it can often fall short. Joining us to discuss why counting on this tactic can be risky is Mark Horner, Wealth Advisor, Fairhaven Wealth management in Wheaton. The website is fairhavenwealth.com. Mark, thank you for joining us today. Let's say you have a, a, a person who, you know, they don't want to necessarily retire at the typical age, 64, 65, 66. They want to let it run to 70 or 71. They feel like they can uh, absolutely work five more years and uh, they like the idea of uh, collecting a steady paycheck during that time and that will uh, round out their retirement savings. Uh, what are some of the risks associated with that strategy. Yeah, so that can make a ton of sense, Rob, from a financial planning and lifestyle perspective. Uh, from a financial planning perspective, letting the investments cook a little bit longer or putting less pressure on them when you're taking money out of out of the investments in retirement, that can make a lot of sense. Also, just staying mentally 
and physically engaged in, in through retirement also can make a lot of sense. Just But uh, people should really think about what that might look like in a different way than their normal career. So for a number of our clients where that's really worked, it is not that, that working later in their lives has not been their normal job. It's been jobs like going and working at a golf course, golf course pro shop, uh, maybe being an Uber driver, uh, maybe even working in an Amazon distribution center, not necessarily lifting boxes, but helping with the management of the distribution center, uh, working at Starbucks. So, so things, like, things like that that are, look a little bit different than the typical career can be great alternatives to keep, keep working and, uh, and, again, keep that cash flow coming in. We're talking to Mark Horner, Wealth Advisor, Fairhaven Wealth Management in Wheaton. Uh, does it also fly in the face of uh, another strategy we've been discussing about uh, delaying taking Social Security as long as you can so the payments are higher uh, over the course of, of, the, uh, of your retirement life? Yeah, so that's another very common topic. And so uh, the, the, uh, the numbers that get thrown out is you get an automatic 8% increase every year that you delay taking money in, in uh, from Social Security. And that's a, a nice guaranteed uh, return to get, which totally makes sense on a spreadsheet. Uh, the, the problem, the issue that we run into, though, is that the money's there to be used and, and, and spent. And so, uh, and it's just a fact that as we get older, we just send, tend to do less stuff. So frequently, and this is a personal decision, but frequently we recommend to clients wait until that full retirement age, which for many people it's going to be 67. Go ahead and turn on Social Security so you can start spending that spending that money versus waiting, waiting uh, until later. It's really important, though, the flip side of that, to think long and hard about turning on Social Security early because that is a, a – penalty in, uh, in the form of reduced payment that, that goes for the rest of your life. So it's really important to think about that decision before you pull the trigger on it. And then for you as a uh, wealth advisor, once again, it's that uh, the, the, the psychologist part of the job uh, comes into play. I mean, you probably encounter a number of clients who are thinking about retirement, they've saved up, they get to the water's edge, and they just don't want to do it. It's a big, it's a big step. Oh, absolutely. Somebody that's been working 30, 40 years to then walk away from the, the, the paycheck, the, 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 again, the mental uh, engagement of, of work is a big, is a big step, but it does not have to be an all or nothing. It does not have to be nose to the grindstone and die at your desk or, or retire and just play golf every day. There's plenty, there's plenty of room in between those two uh, those two options to make some decisions that keep you again physically and mentally engaged, get a little bit of cash flow coming in, uh, help the overall financial plan, uh, and and really to max out that retirement that retirement experience. Mark Horner, Wealth Advisor, Fairhaven Wealth Management in Wheaton. Thank you for joining us today. Join us at this time tomorrow for Technology Thursday. And still to come, the price is right for people looking to buy a holiday turkey. Information to make cash and save cash. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Turkey prices have seen a significant drop, making celebrating the annual Thanksgiving feast more affordable this year. 
we welcome in Phil Lempert, founder, supermarketguru.com, based in Los Angeles. Phil, thank you for joining us today. And uh, this is the type of uh, turkey drop that people could really appreciate, uh, watching the price of turkey go down, as opposed to going up. Uh, we do have so many uh, reports on prices going up. It's nice to change, uh, change things up a little bit, Phil. Uh, what's driving this uh, turkey deflation? Well, first of all, Rob, let's remember that last year, 2022 over 2021, turkey prices were up 21%. And the reason for that was 60 million turkeys and, and chickens had to be culled because of the avian flu. Now, the good news is this year we do have an avian flu outbreak, but it's tiny. It's, you know, only a couple hundred thousand birds. So as long as that stays stable, we're not going to have a problem with fresh turkeys. Keep in mind that most of the turkeys that we're going to consume are frozen. USDA has estimated that this year over 219 million turkeys were raised. Those have already been frozen. They're already in the soup market. So I believe that as we get closer to Thanksgiving, it's down now about 22% over last year. So it's about even from last year. But I think the prices are going to drop even further as we get closer to Thanksgiving. And those retailers have all these special deals. We've seen special deals from Aldi, from Walmart, from Costco. Uh, just this morning, another one was announced. So we're we're basically going to see Target and everybody else trying to get our turkey dollars because if we shop for Thanksgiving in a store, that means we're going to shop there for Christmas, for New Year's, for Super Bowl, and they're going to make a ton of money. The uh, the turkey, of course, is the centerpiece of the Thanksgiving meal, so it's probably uh, however you slice it and whatever you add on to it, chances are you're paying less just because the turkey's cheaper. But are we seeing a similar uh, price decrease in other Thanksgiving staples? Yes and no. So if you want fresh cranberries, they're down about 20%. If you're going to buy cran cranberries, canned cranberries, they're going to cost about 60% more than last year. Canned pumpkin is 30% higher than it was last year. Canned green beans is up about 10% over last year. And the reality is that the American Farm Bureau every year issues their, you know, forecast, but that doesn't come out till November 15th. So right now, we're waiting with bated breath to make sure that those prices aren't going to change. But you're right, Rob. You know, the centerpiece is the turkey. That's the most expensive piece that's on the menu. And if, in fact, we can keep it to 22% less or even further down, we're all going to win this holiday season. Phil Lempert, founder, SupermarketGuru.com, based in Los Angeles. Thank you for joining us today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.